0: Difficult to logically conclude from Jesus' parable and the story. There's no obvious connection between the message Jesus gave at the end and the story itself, the story of the steward, the manager. At the end, Jesus uh, spoke two messages, and let's start with that. We try to unpack as much as possible, probably we won't be able to uh, 100% justice to what Jesus meant, really. Maybe when I go to heaven, I will ask Him, but uh, right now, it is really hard to enter into Jesus' heart and understand the message. Let us start with Jesus' message first, and He said, Whoever is faithful in a very little is faithful also in much. And whoever is dishonest in a very little is dishonest also in much. No slave can serve two masters, for a slave will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and wealth or man. These are two messages that Jesus taught us about. And then when you look at, uh, read the Gospel of Luke, uh, he talks a lot about money. Uh, but uh, it is hard to understand. And so we want to think about what is our attitude towards money today. There's one clear message, and that is money and living a Christian life. Are directly connected, related. It is not two separate matters; they are one and the same. Money's add, your attitude towards money, and living a good Christian life are directly connected. To live so to live a good Christian life, you have to have a clear understanding about money. Not only money, but talents and resources and uh, everything probably is included there. But uh, first of all, Not only to sustain, but to uh, enjoy the rich and abundant life. God gave us money. God wants us to live a good, abundant life. That's what God wants. That's why He gave us money. I said God gave us money. That's the first attitude that we should have. It is God who gave the money to us for us to use it. It is God's. That's what we believe about money. We are the stewards. We are managers who take care of God's money. In today's parable, the manager was given all the authority to take care of the money. And during that time, the economic system was a little bit different from now. Uh, We have wages, salaries, uh, and fees and all that stuff. But during that time, there was no fees or salary or wages. Then each one is given to certain portion of oil, for example. Then the owner uh, says, Okay, give me 50 jugs of oil. Sell this and uh, give me 50 jugs of oil. And then, uh, they, uh, the manager charged 55 jobs. Let's say $50 $55 they charge to the people. And then he gives uh, the order $50 and he keeps $5 10% uh, kind of uh, income. So uh, that's how they made uh, income. The, uh, for example, tax system the Roman government, the Roman uh, people uh, told the Israelites okay in this region. I want you to raise two million dollars. So whatever you charge, collect beyond two million dollars, you can keep it. That's why the tax collectors were hated by their own people because they overcharged them. So they ripped them off. the manager could live a good, abundant, enjoyable life by being honest, but dangerous. Money can enrich our lives, but at the same time, money can totally destroy our lives. When? When greed takes over. When greed takes over, money does not do its original purpose of blessing you and enriching you. Money takes away joy, happiness, and blessing from you. So when God gave you money, he put a warning label. So like when you buy a cigarette, a pack of cigarettes, there's a warning label. It can harm you. There God, when God gave you money, God put a warning label and that warning label. Which some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many things. Money is good, but because of their greed, love of money, it took away their faith. Rather than enriching their faith, it took away their faith and also caused so much The root word for mammon is money, or wealth, or profit. But also, when you really look at that word itself, it is the same root word as amen. Let it be so. Or you put your trust in. That's what mammon is. You put your trust in. Let me show you a picture of mammon. That's what mammon looks like. He grabs at everything but he looks so shy. You don't want to worship that you don't want to be uh, you know uh, have man and god uh, together jesus said no servant can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other or else he will hold to the one and despise the other he cannot serve god and man that's king james version trust in your money. Put your trust in God. When you look at U.S. currency, every bill, every coin, this is this label is uh, inscribed. In God we trust. It's almost like a wording label. Put your trust, not in money. I mean, on money is written, but put your trust in God. Don't be fooled. Don't be blinded. When we put our trust in money, our greed will take over. And when greed takes over, then money. but nothing like money. So powerful. That's why it's so attractive. Jesus used only one example at the same level as God. That was money. Do not serve mammon but serve God at the same level as God. That in the parable parable was greedy. He abused master's money and he ripped off people. For example when he was found out, he returned uh, 50 jugs of oil. He told them to write down 50. In other words, he was supposed to give only 50 jugs of oil to the owner and at 50 jugs, he ripped off. He charged hundred jugs of oil. So he took fifty jugs for himself. Hundred percent profit. Same amount as the owner. And at the end when it was found out that uh, the owner found out that he gave away that fifty jugs back uh, back to them. In other words, whatever profit he uh, got, he let go. So almost like uh, Zacchaeus after he was converted, he gave everything away. That's why he was you share. This man You lose friends, you lose family. learn to intelligently uh, spend your money but more than it are. doesn't matter how poor you are. Some portion of it we are supposed to share with those around us. And we have to think about how to share what we have. So it applies not only to money, but your talent and your life, your time and everything but more than anything else. Money. You have to learn how to share. When you start sharing your money with others, you see the value and you see how blessed you are by the money. As you share what you have with others, you become a bigger person. Not when you have it, not when you take it, but only when you share it, you become a bigger person. You are rich not when you have money. You become abundant when you share, not when you have it for yourself. Jesus taught us this. Take care. Be on your guard against all kinds of greed. For one's life does not consist in the abundance of possessions. Do you know when he said this? When he talked about the parable of the rich fool. This rich fool, he said, Oh, now I have a lot of money and a lot of things in my barn. Relax, eat, drink, and be merry. That's what God said tonight. The character of who you are. If you learn to share with small things, then you can share bigger things too. Their life will be blessed. You are giving them blessing by teaching them how to share. So, all the parents, you want to give good education to your children? Teach them how to share their life with others. They will become great. There are so many unhappy people because they are selfish there are so many unhappy people because they are greedy. And there are so many happy people who give. And there are so many happy people who know how to share life's good gifts with others. Once it becomes embedded in you, you become a wonderful person. And your relationship will come alive. Yes, you cannot buy happiness with money, we say. We cannot buy happiness with money. But you can have happiness by sharing. So, if that is buying happiness with money, sharing is happiness with money, I believe that you can buy happiness with money. Money is given to you. money, but be concrete about thinking about how am I going to